Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Panda Pete from Twins and Losses Super Show, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hard Day Diaries, Season 4, Episode 2. Uh, we're going to have a, a fun, lighthearted, uh, ball-busting good time on this episode. Uh, I'm really excited to be back, um, super excited to share these stories with you. It's been a really fun time. This is the first recording in the new home that uh, Michaela and I have purchased, so i uh, really excited to, to share the acoustics of what this room sounds like and see how it goes. Uh, I've got some stuff coming up. I think, I'm assuming by now I've asked people to put me on their shows. You can check andymatfield.com for any updating stuff of that kind. Uh, without further ado, though, I'd love to introduce my guest for the day, uh, host of the Art of Bombing podcast and comedian. Please welcome Dan Bublitz Jr. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, Andy? I'm doing well, Dan. Thank you for joining me here in my chaotic home. It is very chaotic. It is a strewn with art supplies and construction. You've got you've got a lot going on here. We do, we do. Which Tomorrow we're doing electrical. Oh, um, that. And by that I mean light fixtures. Mm. So. Oh, I guess I didn't even realize there's no light fixtures. Yeah, there's no light fixture there. <laughs> uh, we just got lamps. We're lamp uh, lamp. Uh, lamp yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we. That. You know, with the amount of art that uh, we do in this house, and by that I mean Michaela does art, and then I draw on post-it notes. <laughs> uh, we need a little bit more lighting. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I could see that. There's yeah. a there's a really really cute painting on the flo- floor right now. Yeah, it looks like a work in progress. It is. She she just started this one. It's for a wedding of our uh, our potential slash actual wedding photographer for us. So yeah, yeah. okay, good. Then uh, she does good art because uh, I was pretty sure that was supposed to be the two of you, right? See, you know what? You're the second person that's seen that that's asked if that is us, and it's not. Really? Uh, no, it's not. That's that couple looks a lot like us. Looks very similar. Like I can see like I see obvious differences mm-hmm. especially in the for the the female one is kind of harder to tell because of the hair and there's not a lot of facial features showing. Yeah. So I could totally see where that looks like Michaela, but male there are some differences, mm-hmm. but I could see where it could be like a version of you. Yep. So that's where it's like, uh, I don't think it's them, but maybe it is. Yeah, so. see, and that's yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's I was friend. wrong, but it's their friend. I, I would name them uh, after we finished paying them for their services uh, for our wedding next year. 
<laughs> you want to make sure you want to make sure i do yeah, yeah i want to yeah. make sure everything goes through before, before before you mention any names exactly before you're promoting yeah, exactly good look at exactly. you being yeah. smart see yeah, forward I've forward thinking right over here today i've learned you know Man, I, that's smart I give free advertisement to friends that uh that have helped me out along the way like why i introduced you as the host of the art of bombing uh, I've been on his show. You should listen to that. I don't remember anything I said because I black out after I have conversations. <laughs> it was a good conversation. I remember he being said fun. some bad things at improv. That's what happened yeah. there. <laughs> I swore a lot. Got kicked out. Oh yeah, that's right. He got booed off the that's stage. That's right. I got booed off the stage <laughs> in my own hometown. Since <laughs> since I haven't done the show, uh, my friends and self improv uh, up north. I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. Uh, self-improvement up north in grand rapids if you're from there go see their shows they do them fairly often they're very funny super nice every one of them are some of my favorite people in the world i guessed it on their show and we were playing the worst of game and the worst was it was the worst baby announcement and i said it didn't make it and i got booed off the stage so hard and i was like it's the worst one though Exactly. That's the worst. And I was just playing by the rules. You did. You did. You played the game. Friggin'. And and the game was like, no, you played it too good. It's true. Like, <laughs> go sit in the back. <laughs> like you need to go. But then we we had a whole conversation about that. So yeah. That so give great. it a listen. Give yeah. it a rip. It's a fun podcast. So I think it was like episode ninety one or something. Something like that. Like that. Artabombing dot artabombingpod dot com. You can. The whole catalog is on the website. Yeah, give it a spin. Give it a spin. Yeah, You're in the hundreds spin. now. You got I plenty am. of options. If you like it, you got a lot to listen to. If you don't like it, then mm. just don't say anything. Basically, from episode, I think like episode fifty and on, it's pretty good. Like before fifty, there was a lot of technical issues. It may be even sooner than that. It may be more closer to like between episodes thirty and thirty-five. But pre those episodes, I had a lot of technical issues. I, yeah. knew, I knew nothing about recording sound and recording and like, so like, there was a lot of technical stuff. Like I didn't know how to use my equipment. I had fancy equipment. Turned out the fancy equipment wasn't working because of drivers and all this weird things or oh. whatever. So like the sound quality isn't the greatest on those early episodes. Yeah. But then once I figured it out and kind of got my momentum going, it got a lot better. So. Yeah, I would say like 35 and up is pretty good. <laughs> that's kind of how this podcast was. If you listen to the first probably I don't know, seven, quality of the content, pretty good. Quality of the audio, eh. Well, that's exactly it. The content is great for the from the whole podcast. It's been great. The, the technical quality, though, sound, not so great. Like the first episode I did was a great conversation with a great comic out in Washington, uh, his name's Sam Miller, and uh, the first conversation I did with him, I recorded with my phone, and we were outside on a patio at a bar, and there's yeah. cars driving by, motorcycles, <laughs> and like all this stuff happening, a lot of ambience around us. Oh, so. man. So all the worst case scenarios happen. Exactly, exactly. But the conversation and the content was great. Midway through, you just hear motorcycles. You're like, God damn it. I actually think you do, actually. It was either a motorcycle or a loud car. I don't remember, but there was, (laughs) it did happen. That is my nightmare. That's why I was worried about recording in the house here because it has has an echo, kind of has a tomb feel to it. we're going to die in this home is what oh, I'm saying. Okay. We're I, just going to slow. I'm going to die in this home. Yeah, I'm going to live well, to the ripe old age of 35. Well, if that's if, you know, if you buy a home and you live long enough to die in it, that's great. 
I mean, that isn't is. the idea of buying a home so you have a place to die? <laughs> I, I mean, it also... I hadn't also, thought of it that way, but honestly, that's a beautiful way to put it. It's also, I mean, it's good for storing your shit, but, you know, I think the purpose of having a home is just, you know, so you can't have a place to potentially die. You just, hope you die there anyway. Just wander under the built-ins and just curl <laughs> up and die. I mean, that's the way I'm going to go. Michaela hasn't been told yet, but that's, that's what I'm going to do. Right. But yeah, so the podcast got better with that. Yeah. It's one of them things where like... Uh, I know I've had fun. There's been a couple live episodes. Yeah. Uh, I've actually... Snow Jam. Well, and it, you can tell how much I've taken, put into it because like it's progressed, not just technically, but... Well, very much technically. Like I, I, the first episode I did was outside on a patio of a on bar a after an open mic in Washington. And now I've built a whole in-home studio, which where you yeah. recorded. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's definitely... Comfy ass chairs, man. Definitely different than it was. <laughs> and there's me. I just record. I've got these uh, Sennheiser E835 microphones. Great microphones. Mm, yes. Two XLR cables. And then a Zoom H4n Pro. And two Which is great. Insignia batteries. It's That's great. my whole studio. Mm-hmm. Those are uh, those are great. Yeah, I got it for free. All I had to do was give Best Buy 10 years of my life. Wow. I wish I... Well, I don't know that I want to give them 10 years of my life, but I wish I could have got one free. I paid some money for mine because i have one of them now too yeah they're, they're great they're super great for uh portable recording oh yeah that was like one of my biggest challenges well i have a whole like recording studio you know taking it on the road is a pain in the ass like that was a lot of equipment like there was a couple times i went out to california wanted to do podcasting so most of my uh checked luggage was just equipment. Like, I put clothes in there, too, but it was mostly just equipment in my suitcase. Wow. And so then you always have, like, that thought of, oh, is this going to get, bro- you know, like, yep. get broken along the way or stolen? Like, there's all these fears. So now I got something like that, which is more portable. I can just carry it in my backpack. It's yeah, not a big deal. I can deal. put it in my purse. I can walk around. Yep, exactly. You know. All right, so we've – now you know Dan. Yes. Now you know Dan. Right. You've introduced Dan, and now Dan – going to tell you what he's going to talk about and i'm going to try not to laugh <laughs> i don't blame you if you laugh so we're, we're talking about physical pain mm-hmm. and the most physical pain you've ever experienced mm-hmm. and the most physical pain i've ever experienced i've experienced twice uh, the first time when i was about 14 or 15 i had uh, my dad was dating this girl uh, this woman and she had a daughter that was my age. We went to school together, and I remember we were over at their house and watching movies or something. It was me, and my brother, her, and her brothers, and everybody was just there. And I don't remember if like I said something earlier in the day, if I had this coming or not. Honestly, don't remember. I mean, it, I was a kid, so probably I probably had it coming. Mm-hmm. But out of nowhere, I was watching. We were watching movies, and out of nowhere. I was laying on my back, you know, with my head kind of looking at the TV, and she just basically stomped me right in the groin, right in the nuts. Just stomped me right in the nuts. Just popped them out. Just popped them out. Didn't see it coming. It wasn't like a situation where I said something and then she kicked me in the nuts, like yeah, normally where I could have like maybe yeah. blocked it. No, nope. you know what's gonna happen. You, knew, you're like, you, you see it coming. Right, I said this. I'm gonna cover up. Yes, exactly. You know what's coming. Did not see it coming. And, uh, yeah, and it, it was, it was so painful. Like I ached for a while. I I remember just laying there, just curled up in the fetal position in so much pain. Uh, 
Now, did you have to go to school and tell everyone why you were limping? I don't honestly remember if I, you know, I don't think I did. Because I think that as much as that hurt, it wasn't nearly as bad as the second incident, which was the big one. Now, getting hit in the balls hurts so bad. And the biggest problem with it is every time it happens, it's always fucking funny to everyone else. Oh, absolutely. There's absolutely. no way it's not like every guy's like, <laughs> been there, buddy. Yeah. Every single, it doesn't matter. You could fall down the stairs, like destroy your body. But if you catch your nuts on anything, everyone is going to laugh because it's just assumed that's the funniest thing they've seen that day. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and that was kind of the situation there because like her older brother was laughing. You know, everybody else was <laughs> laughing at it. I think even my dad was laughing. Like, they all thought that shit was hilarious. I'm over here like, I think I'm dying. Somebody might need to take me to the hospital, you know, and they're all, ha, 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 this is great. Did you get the thing where but, your body is just like, oh, no, I want to yell, but if I use any testosterone, it's only going to make my balls hurt more. Oh, absolutely. And that was it's funny, too, because, like, I was so, like, deathly afraid she's going to do it again. Like, I went and, like, hit under a table. I was like, get away from me. <laughs> like, I just like, ah. <laughs> Okay, so not only did you get curb stomped to the balls, but then you hid underneath the table. That's how much pain it was. Now, did like, was I, everyone laughing at the fact that you were hiding under the table? Probably. It was ridiculous. Oh, man. Now you have not only physical pain, but now you have shame, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got the emotional pain. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid. She's got me, totally got me, totally got control over me. Oh, yeah. Totally 100%. made me her bitch. It does not take situation. much. When you realize that you got those little fellas out and hanging, <laughs> does not take much to realize that uh, you're a sitting target. No, absolutely all not. Times. And that's the thing, too, like, with when it comes to that, when it comes to balls, they literally hang out of your body. You mm-hmm. know, they're not like an internal thing. They're always there. And sometimes, I don't know how it is for you, but sometimes some of the most painful, aside from these two two st- stories I'm telling, when they barely get brushed, like they barely get, s- like if, yes, you yeah. know, like. I brush mine like the mane of a horse. No, that, not like, sure, not just, brushing or not just, your I got to take care of it, make sure they're no, just flowing. That's not, that's not what I mean. That's not what you like, mean? No, like if you like somebody like goes to swing at you. Uh-huh. Say they, they're trying to hit you in the balls, but you block it enough, but they still get you, but just lightly, little, just a little pat. Just the whisper of a touch. Whisper of a touch, yep. and sometimes that's more painful than if they would have just got full contact. You get the essence of a ball touch. Yes. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. It, I think part of it's mental. It probably is. It, it it, just, a lot of it probably is mental. And it's like, <laughs> the worst part is when you do the damage to yourself, like every now and then when you sit down, like just like at a weird angle. And one of them just decides it's going to pop underneath your leg. Oh, absolutely. And then you sit on it and you're like, oh, oh damn it. And, I, and I'm afraid thing. like that's going to get worse as you get older because, you know, as you get older, don't your balls start to sag? Isn't that like a th- I mean, it has to because your skin doesn't hold yeah. as much tensile strength. So, I mean, it has to, in theory, happen, especially if you got oh. big old balls. I mean, if you got big old hairy, dangly guys, you know what? Gravity's going to take them. That's why I've started to transition from, like, the free hang boxers to boxer briefs. See, I've always been a boxer's briefs guy. So you're probably going to be fine then. I've been wearing boxer briefs for years. You're not Uh, throwing them around or anything like that. I used to wear. I think when I was in my early 20s, I kind of used to wear regular boxers, like, 
and then I I don't know. I started wearing boxer briefs probably 10 years ago or so just they were way more comfortable see i wore boxers uh for a while and then i got into silk boxers because like oh sexy they're cozy time. yeah you know you're like a 12 year old boy you want that the caress the touch and then all it takes is you just you just drink some milk not knowing you're lactose intolerant and then you shit your pants at school and that's it <laughs> that's the, that's the last time you wear your uh, looney tunes uh silk boxers you know because they didn't get washed, they just got thrown away. They just got <laughs> thrown down the toilet. And you, you didn't want to tell anybody, so they didn't get replaced. <laughs> I called my mom, and I was like, hey, mom, you need to come pick me up. And she's like, just finished the day and hung up. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, man. that Now that's rough. And I was like, oh, no, I have shit in my pants, and it's lunch. How old Oh, how, how old were you when that I, happened? I think I was probably... 12 or 13 oh somewhere in there it's like the worst age for things like that to happen that was all me that was a gambit on my part you're riding the pleasure you of know, just being still, a sassy silk boy still i wrote whether too close it was to your the sun. F- whether it was your fault or not it's still embarrassing Th- at that age for something like that to happen in public it's super embarrassing like especially in middle oh. school like that's the worst age for things. i was lucky People, it was a light dusting we'll it's like those are things that other kids don't forget. Those are things that when you're at your 20-year high school reunion, people are like, oh, remember in the sixth grade when Andy shit himself? Nobody remembers it well, because good. nobody knew. Well, that's good. But that's I'm just right. saying that could have been. But now as an adult, I'll tell everyone, yeah, I shit my pants. Oh, yeah. What well, are, it's funny how that works, too, because now that we're adult, we don't care anymore. Well, yeah. Whatever. I mean, I no. lived uh, when I grew up. My middle school was like probably a half-hour drive from my house. So it was like a trip. If she was to come pick me up, that's, you know, an hour turnaround. That's that's a trip. Mm-hmm. Or I could just ride the bus home in two hours. Yeah. And so I see why she didn't come get me. I also wasn't like, Mom, come get me. I shit my pants. I was just like, hey, can you come get me? She's like, no, stay in school. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. You, you didn't. Said, like, you didn't I think if you, uh, I'm sure if you would have, uh, if you would have told her the sitch, she probably would have shown yeah. up. Now, if okay. we would have had like a phone in the bathroom where I could have made that sitch, yeah, I would have oh, done okay. that. But that makes it sense. was in the hallway. So I was just like. A secret message, and she's like, "No, nah, I don't have your decoder ring. See you, bud." It's just like <laughs> you, you're being weird. You got to go. Uh, so I like, yeah, I shit my pants in school. Uh, was not the last time. I uh, never got caught. What's up? Well, that's good for you. I remember when I was in sixth grade. While I did not shit myself in this particular moment, I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and we had a substitute teacher, and it was like during the study period. And uh, the t- she wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. I had to go so bad. And so everybody's like doing homework and uh, doing their study and whatever. And it's, the room's super quiet. And I fucking ripped the loudest fucking fart possible. <laughs> I tried to hold it so hard. And now was this like a deep? Sounded like fucking thunder. Oh. And of course, then everybody just looking at me and just started laughing and just just hilarious and then to make things worse the teacher's like i think you should probably go to the bathroom and it's just like yeah motherfucker i tried to tell you that and you wouldn't let me go now was that the (laughs) moment when you were like i think i want to try comedy (laughs) sadly no, I should. It should have been. That really should have been the turning point. That's like because it's like it's always weird stuff like that where it's just like this embarrassing thing happened to me, but then I realized the power of laughter. Yeah. No. I mean, I think uh, 
deep down, I kind of always knew that because, like, for me, like, that's how you could, like, I got bullied a lot, so that's a good way to take away the power from a bully. It's you like, literally got bullied on your way here. I did, literally. I literally, <laughs> I literally got bullied on my way here. That is, and, and not by somebody my age. I literally got bullied by, like, 12-year-old kids. 12-year-old ruffians on their Tried bikes. to bully me. We're like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> we won't tell the story because yeah, I'll let you tell that to other people. Yeah, that, yeah, that may be that may become a joke. <laughs> that may become a that may be something I need to write into a bit because in in hindsight that it was pretty funny. Yeah, like, I, when and you I were think, tell, you came in hot and I you're did, telling me this and I was, I was like, annoyed. Oh man, I was I'm like, sorry that I happened can't to you. Believe how disrespectful people are, especially kids. But then I'm thinking about it, and I'm like. <laughs> Even while it was happening, I was more flabbergasted by the fact that it was happening. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm 40 years old, and there's a, a group of kids trying to bully me. Uh, and man. all I can think is that you, I'm not afraid of any of you. You have no power over me. But And it goes back to what I'm saying. Like, that was something early on that I realized mm -hmm. is the best way to take power away from a bully is, you know, by, like, I would make Go fun right of myself. Right. I would make... They would say something to me, and I'd be like, you know, yeah, and then I would say something worse about myself, and then other people would laugh at me, or I would respond, you know, respond to them, and whatever happened, people would laugh at what I said and not what the bully said, yep. and then it was like, ah, oh, I see how this works. I, I, you, you, you've got nothing on me if I, if I take that power, and I can take that power by making other people laugh. Yeah, and that's why you stole all their bikes. That's right. <laughs> Does anybody need a bike? <laughs> got five bikes five bikes i'll sell them for five dollars a piece got them all you know what? you can just have them yeah exactly you, you have to ride them in my neighborhood I d yeah i don't want uh i don't want the police coming and saying i stole bikes from a bunch of kids ruffians <laughs> just describe they were yeah, ruffians. a bunch of ruffians bunch of ruffians <laughs> actually that's even funnier <laughs> we'll talk about this later i i think i i think this is going to be a joke this it, is this is fun i didn't want to tell you that you need to tell it as a joke because otherwise if you're like no i'm not going to tell it as a joke i'm going to go find those kids and be like all right i need to hear your half of the story <laughs> so no, that no. i can tell it as a joke no i'm gonna i'm gonna tell this this is a bit uh okay about so the ruffians when anyway you were 14 or 15 i would have been about uh because you're what seven years older than me how old 41? are you? I'm four. I'll be 41 in a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be 34 in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I'm Wait, about seven years. Uh, October 11th. 17th. Oh, yeah. We're October babies. Yeah. yeah, buddy. yeah. My buddy Brandon's birthday is in October, too. Brandon Young. <laughs> Another fantastic comic. Yeah, he was heckling you on uh, your own post. Oh, Anyways. he always yeah. does that. Yeah, that guy. Anyways, all right. Uh, yeah. So I would have been about uh, seven or eight, uh, roughly in first grade second grade and yep. we used to do these things that were called charlie horses but they weren't like your normal charlie horses you would just go behind someone and you'd knee him in the ass crack as hard as you could Ooh. and we just it was just the thing we did it's like oh charlie horse and then you just annihilate your buddy i remember doing stuff like that where you like or it would be like you know the charlie horse would be punching somebody really hard in a muscle or whatever yeah. but now, now that I'm an adult, a Charlie horse means a way different thing. Way worse. And it's way worse. Yeah, it's way worse because you just got old bones and old muscles. It just feels like you're losing that limb. Yeah, I actually, when I was younger, and I guess I could have talked about that too for physical pain, I used to get really bad Charlie horses in the middle of the night in my calf, like so bad that like my whole leg would like seize up 
like the it, the muscle would just seize so hard it was so painful it would wake me up out of a dead sleep and the only way to like get it to stop would be to try to like walk it off but then that was almost impossible there were many times when i just woke up from a dead sleep and then almost collapsed jumping out of bed because the leg was so cramped from oh the charlie God. horse yeah it was bad it like freak my wife out at the time she'd like wake up and i'd be like screaming in pain and then then of course it'd be hard not to try to laugh because then i almost fall oh man so it's just a prat fall over and over <laughs> yeah all right bad. so now this story has two parts we it does we jumped out we big did. time we got we just s- got excited we did we got I mean, excited we got excited it happens. we haven't had a conversation I, for a while i know right it's, it's been, been a while since i've seen you face to face yeah second story so the second one is a, it was another situation where i got hit in the nuts but this time I hit myself in the nuts. And it's not what people are thinking when you're like, oh, he hit himself in the nuts. Did he lose a bet or was he trying to win money? No. Was this the show I, Jackass? I wish that was the scenario. It this was made the show America's Funniest Home Videos. Me, even, th- I wish it would have been filmed. I would have, I'd be, re- I would have been, you would be I would have won. I would have won that money had this been on, had cell phones had cameras then and somebody taped this, I would have won that show. No questions asked. Because what happened was, is a buddy of mine that I worked with was putting up a fence for his dog, and he asked me to come over and help, and so I came over to help him, and we were we were putting up this fence, and we were using the, I forget what they're called, the, the, the fence posts that are, they use them a lot for like wire fence, bob wi- barbed wire fence and stuff. Like the metal posts. The metal posts, yeah. And so we were using a post hole pounder where it's basically just this big piece of pipe that and then two handles on two the side. Two handles on the side and, and you just you, you put it on the pipe and you boom, boom, pound boom. it down. That's what you do. And so he did most of the most of the post and then he was kinda getting tired, so I was I was like, Yeah, I can do it. You know, I'll take a shot at it, you know. Doing it, whatever. And then, you know, we're, we're working on it. It's starting to get it dark, so we're kind of getting... Now we're, we want to hurry because we're trying to get this done before it gets too dark. And so I'm pounding this post, and I just decided for whatever reason, I was like, all right, we got to hurry. And I just fucking went nuts. And I'm just like as fast as I can and hard as I can. And I went up, and apparently when I went up, it slipped off the pipe. So then when I came back down, I missed that pipe, and I went straight into my nuts. I I literally missed the pipe and hit the pipe. Pipe to pipe. Pipe to pipe. I dropped the. Uh, God, I'm getting. Whew, I'm getting little chills just thinking about that because that's how. Yeah, a little bit. I uh, dropped the <laughs> pipe. Testy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Testy. Dropped the pipe pounder. F- grabbed myself. You know, grabbed my groin. Fell to my knees and literally fell face first into the ground. And I laid there, and I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't make a, I couldn't cry, I couldn't scream, I couldn't do, I was just like out of breath. I was in so much pain. I was just, yeah, literally frozen in time. And my buddy, he was there, and he didn't know what to, he was like asking if I was okay. He was like, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you all right? You know, and he didn't, even afterwards, he was like, yeah, I didn't know if I should laugh or call the, call the, paramedics like i really didn't know call the cops. he was I got like a pervert in my backyard yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah but i laid there for like probably five minutes just i didn't say anything and he was like are you okay you, you like just you know all concerned and then finally i like rolled over onto my back still holding my my nuts and and, and in pain and i just like cracked a little bit of a smile and kind of giggled and i was like i can't believe i did that and i'm in so much pain call my wife 
I I was in so much pain, I could not drive. I had to have her come pick me up, and my my balls were literally black and blue. Now, like, did they swallow? Like get swollen? A little bit, yes. No, Swelled like, up a little bit. The even like like on my legs was a little black and blue. They around. went from like grape size to just a little bit bigger grape size. Yeah, a little bit bigger. It was like a grape. It was like a like a small grape like to a, like a large grape. Like a Concord grape to like a cotton candy. Yeah, exactly. Grape. Yeah, okay. not a whole lot, but a little yeah. bit. Uh, and so I ended up spending the rest of the week like I couldn't do anything the rest of the weekend. This was on a Friday night, and I spent the rest of the weekend pretty much at home in a recliner with ice on my balls <laughs> <coughs> because I couldn't hardly move and well yeah I mean your legs rub against those little uh little oh fuzzy yeah toes. absolutely and and like I said they were black and blue and there was bruising like it oh my god it hurts so bad now did you bruise your dick too or just the balls just I don't even know if it was so much the balls or like the area around just the whole because you get you, you get to figure like with the, the post hole pounder you know how the handles are like, yeah. that whole thing hit me in the groin area. So you have that wing, basically, which hit me on the inner thighs, too. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of lot of metal that came down <laughs> into there. And so, like, I had basically, like, a wing of bruising and... There's, like, out there right oak. now, there's someone that that's their fetish, and they may listen to this podcast, and they're just like... <laughs> hey, man, if that's their fetish, I'd say, don't do up. it. It hurts, hit man. Dan up. It's not, up. It's not as you. sexy as you think. <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to judge. If that's your fetish, go ahead and PM me. I'll let you know. Dan took photos. He <laughs> yeah. showed me them. A lot yeah. bigger than I thought. Exactly. That's what everybody says. That's, that's the, the common reaction. That's a lot so, bigger than I thought. So now, after the two <laughs> days, uh, after the two days from your ball explosion, were you just like backing out at it or? Uh, not, no, it took a little bit of re- like little bit of recovery. I wasn't like moving like it wasn't like two days and I was just fine. Like, How long I, until you feel like you were like walking normal again? Probably a few days. Okay. Well, maybe even a week. I think after that first week, I was kind of back to. Oh man. But yeah, I was slow moving. That is for sure. And now you think you're sterile because you exploded your balls twice in your life. Yes, I do think I am. I, I, I mean, I, I've never been tested, but. Well, we were talking about the cheap way. To, you were to get yeah. tested, and all it is is you're just like, hey, I'm a prime candidate to donate sperm. I'm gonna go do that, and then they're like, "Hey, sorry to inform you, you're sterile." I'll have to I'll have to talk to my fiance and see if she's okay with this method. Be like, "Hey, I want to see if I'm sterile." I mean, it doesn't matter because we're not gonna have kids, but right. I mean, we don't plan on having kids, so it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. But in like my first marriage, you know, I was married for like 12 years, and we didn't have kids, and 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 now she has kids. So sometimes I wonder. If you know, if it was me, if I was sterile. Did I, you try? Well, yeah, we practiced. I mean, we didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't like. We didn't go pro or anything. Yeah, we didn't go like, pro, but yeah, we definitely, we definitely practiced. We put some, you know. Put some work in. Put some work in. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like a whole, like, where we went to fertility doctors. I mean, I guess we did briefly, but it was more because she had some female stuff, I guess that she was afraid of because she had some other health issues and stuff that could have prevented the pregnancy or whatever. But now she has kids, so that whatever got worked through or whatever. But yeah, takes two to mango, so. Exactly. Um, 
but we didn't like track ovulation schedules and stuff like that. It was more of a if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If and it never happened. By God, exactly. That's essentially okay. Okay. If it's if it's meant to be, it will be. And so uh, now, for the podcast, I think we got to know. We just got to know. What do we got to know? Do I, I have kids? Did you sterilize yourself or not? Did I, I? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, we might have to find out. I might have to have to get a test done. Because everyone knows donate. this podcast is always about follow up. Oh, is it? Oh, is it, always. Oh, is it every all single episode, I make sure I follow up and test. I mean, we could say that I am. I mean, who's gonna <laughs> know? I like. There's no proof that I'm that I'm. Science not. so far has pointed towards yes, and I think yeah, exactly. we don't need to really go against science. science. Has pointed towards yes. There's no children that I'm aware of. Or maybe God is that. I don't know. Maybe God's could like, be. I mean, not this one. It is what it is. All I know is I don't have children, and that's the most important lesson in this whole situation: <laughs> is that I don't yourself. have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, even if I had to, if I had to suffer through all that pain, I don't know. Maybe I would want kids. Then <laughs> I'm like, I was about to say, even suffering through all that pain made it worth it because I don't have kids, and now I'm like, well. Maybe a kid wouldn't have been so bad if I didn't have to go through that pain. But yeah, you're like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't know which is the worst of the two evils. Which do is that the best. lesser of the two evils? I don't know because that's how painful it was. They're both expensive. Yeah, but, you know that's fine. I mean, both have their costs. Yeah. Well, actually, the 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 nut shots mostly what they cost is dignity. Yeah, I mean that's especially when you, when you do it, especially dignity. exactly especially when you do it yourself like that's the worst like the first time that it happened where it, it, somebody else did that to me the second time I did it to myself and there was nothing funnier than that because like say even even I laughed at I could not help but laugh at that like it was the dumbest thing it's always funny and I did it to myself and that goes back to trying to you know take the power not just away from bullies but the power away from any situation and the best way you can take power away is by just laughing at it and rolling it off like yeah it, there's nothing i could do about the situation it already happened i was already physically in pain that i already hit myself in the nuts well the only thing left to do is laugh i could laugh or cry well it's and like uh, crying won't do any good so did you ever play sports at all a little bit not a whole lot so not I remember by one time I got hit in the balls in a game, and I was like, ah, my dick. <laughs> and I said that, and my dad was like, hey, uh, for future reference, just say, ah, my knee. <laughs> <laughs> so now, anytime I watch a game, and I know a dude gets blasted in the balls, and he's like holding his knee, I'm like, no, that was a dick shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, his dad was the same as my dad. <laughs> yeah, taught him to say, the, say something proper. Oh, my knee. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, it hurts so bad. Like, you got a lot of problems with your knees. You're limping weird. It's <laughs> just my knee. It's an equal limp on both knees. That's a bad <laughs> knee injury. Oh, God. That's oh, hilarious. Man. Well, I think that <laughs> that wraps it up for the episode. Uh, Dan, where can we find you? You can find me on the, the social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, at Dan Bublitz Jr. It is B-U-B-L-I-T-Z. And I do have a website danboomlets.com that has my schedule and uh, yeah mostly I'm trying to mostly build uh, the, the 
the uh, Instagram. You know, I do a little bit on Twitter, but trying to build the Instagram. That's where I prefer people to go. Like or YouTube. Instagram better. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe to his YouTube playlist. Exactly. My playlist, not my channel. Just, just his playlist. YouTube playlist. It's just specific. My, yep. It's deep cuts mm-hmm. from YouTube. Yep. Exactly. Uh, it's mostly just Andy dancing. I've gotten a lot better. Oh, good. <laughs> Might have to update the, the playlist. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure when this one's going to come out, uh, people, so I can't tell you uh, where to find Dan. But like Dan said, go to his website, danbooblitz.com. You can find him there. You can find him on the gram. You can find him out and about in Minneapolis or around. You've been around, man. You've been Sioux Falls. You've been California. You've been everywhere. So, I mean, just look out. You're going to see Dan cruising up and down the town. Kid Rock style, of course. That's right. It's Kid Rock like a up cowboy. And down the block. <laughs> like a cowboy, baby. You uh, you can find me <laughs> on the internet, uh, andymatfield.com. Uh, Matt failed for most social media, except for uh, Snapchat is Oswell, O-H-S-W-E-L-L. thought it was funny, uh, and then it wasn't, and now I don't care. So follow me on that i usually post when i'm at like a show or something like that i'll post a gram that kind of stuff i am at goonies in mid-october hosting as well in november mid-november hosting there as well so come out see me support live comedy you can hit me up if you want to do an episode i I always love hearing people's stories and uh, other than that uh, as always tell me about your hard days